You are listening to episode 291 of the Mindfulness-Based Weight Loss Podcast with me, Lucia Holly. Welcome to the Mindfulness-Based Weight Loss Podcast, the show for women like you who have tried restrictive diet after diet and are ready for simple, thoughtful solutions to help you sustainably lose weight for the last time from a place of abundance and peace. If you're looking to end the yo-yo of comfort eating and rigid weight loss protocols, and instead step into living your life mindfully on your terms while losing weight in the process, you're in the right place. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. This episode is airing a couple of days after Christmas. So if you celebrate, if you've been engaging in Christmas time, then you, like me, you might be feeling that the days are just blending together in this in-between week of Christmas and New Year's. And, you know, I see so many people complain about that. (laughs) It's kind of like when you complain about the weather, where it's like, yeah, literally, if it's rainy outside, we're going to want it to be sunny. If it's sunny outside, it's going to be too sunny. We're going to want to have some clouds. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's just got to be a pretty normal part of the human condition. We always want something a little bit different than what is going on. And I just find that to be a trope that applies to this in-between week. Like how many of us during the rest of the year are actually like, oh my gosh, I wish I wish I had less structure. or I wish I could slow down a bit. I wish the days blended together a little bit. Uh, I wish I didn't have some of the responsibilities or I could just like put a pause or slow down or just be enjoying myself. So I hope you are enjoying yourself in this in-between if that applies to you. Um, I made a post recently on Instagram about what I like to do. I would say, I didn't call it this in the post, but I would say in a week like this where things are a little like murkier schedules, right? I give myself some gentle structure. That's really all I do. And (laughs) I was writing out a post on Instagram about like the gentle structure I give myself. Like, okay, None of this is rocket science. This is all going to be super common sense. But I make sure I drink a glass of water with my three meals. And then I have a glass of water in between my meals. And then with the glass of water I'm having when I brush my teeth in the morning and when I brush my teeth at night, if not any additional from being thirsty after a walk or working out, over there, I've hit my water goal, right? Common sense. Other common sense structures. You can read the Instagram post. Maybe I'll link it. (laughs) But anyway... I just think that it's helpful for all of us to remember that it's totally normal for there to be ebb and to be, for there to be flow and in our lives and in our schedules, in our day-to-day, in our appetites, in our satisfaction, in our preferences. And within ebbing and flowing, we can create and engage in structure that ebbs and flows with us. And I, that's what I want this episode to be a reminder of or to share with you if that's something that you haven't considered before. Because that's that middle ground. That's that gray area where we don't abandon our habits um, when there's less structure, but we also choose to kind of reparent ourselves or to be open to the idea that we can lovingly apply structure, that structure can ebb and flow, and it's a both and. We don't have to abandon everything, and we don't also have to go hardcore, right? How many of us might be thinking about January where I really got to get things better, and I was so bad, like all of that dialogue, let's just leave that dialogue in 2023. 
where instead of having things be good or bad, it's just about saying like, what would I like to return to? What makes me proud? And then going for it and letting yourself do that. I find that is something that holds a lot of people back is that we just don't let ourselves go first. We wait maybe to be inspired by someone. We kind of sit in confusion about what to do or what not to do. And we get really practiced in sitting around and waiting versus practicing taking initiative. And let me tell you, taking initiative is going to feel clunky. It's going to feel unpracticed because a lot of us just don't practice it. And that's okay. I, I, I do think, you know, as I look back over the years, like if there's one thing that I wish I could wave a magic wand for people to have it feel like for people to think less about, it would be just starting. Just start. Just start. Choose one habit and just start. Don't worry if it's not perfect. Don't worry if no one else seems to be doing it. (laughs) Most people aren't living their lives for themselves anyway. (laughs) So don't worry. You don't have to copy them. (laughs) Promise. You can just like live your life for you. Um, Also, I meant to start this episode. This is just going to be a little quickie one, right? Because it is, it's a, it's a, I find it to be a holiday week. So as I'm sitting here recording, it's not going to be some long podcast episode. Not that they are, you you know, I try to have them just be little snidbits. But I also shared on social media today. Um, and now I want to share with all of you, if you aren't on social media, is that I am officially in my second trimester, which means that I am pregnant. And it's so fun sharing that with you right now. I haven't shared that before on here. Um, And if you ever want to practice in flexible structure, man, go through a first trimester. (laughs) I tell you, my 10,000 steps a day, walking steps, that felt really great. I had to flex on that when I was really tired for weeks on end. (laughs) And not just the kind of tired where you push through and you grind through, but like, I keep saying this, but it's exactly how I feel like to describe it. It's like tranquilizer dart in my butt, kind of tired. Like I, ha- I have, I have very few options <laughs> to expend more energy um, in that first trimester. So anyway, so excited. Baby is due in June, 2024. And yeah, Tim and I, we can't wait. It's going to be so fun. It's already been fun. Even with, you know, first trimester, no surprise, was tired, as I said, and experienced nausea. I luckily, I I do feel lucky, right? Like if you talk with people or, oh my gosh, reading forums and threads online, which I mostly try to stay away from. Some people have such a difficult time with the first trimester. And mine was challenging, especially when you get out of it and you look back, like I'm feeling a lot better now. So in hindsight, like it was hard. Um, but even with the nausea, never puked, which was nice. Just had a lot of changes to how I was eating. Look, there's that uh, flexible structure that I had to remind myself I could flex with. Had changes in the energy. Okay, that changed my workouts. I took multiple weeks off of working out. I really released the pressure from um, any sort of strength training and I prioritized steps But that also meant that there were a lot of days where I just allowed myself to see what my energy actually was. Because the one thing I want to do in this pregnancy is like, 
I want to treat it how I treat the rest of my life, where I'm not here to push myself uh, in a... How do I want to say that? I feel like I push myself a lot day to day by being consistent in my habits. And because of that, I don't feel like I have to... like. Part of pushing myself is releasing control. So by being consistent, I hope this makes sense at all. By being consistent most days of the year, that means that like the month where I wasn't consistent, that was my practice with like walking because I was tired in the first trimester. That was my practice, right? That was actually like the edge I had to shoulder up against instead of saying like, okay, I can like, believe you me, those 15,000 steps I was doing for weeks on end in the summer, I know how to hit a step count. That's not actually what I need to practice in that moment. I needed to practice the opposite of really opening up to and being like, let's see what this energy, lack of energy that my body has is asking of me. And I know that can sound a little bit counterintuitive to like the greater conversation, but I I hope that that makes sense because now here I am feeling more rested. Of course, you know, the hormonal changes from first trimester to second trimester, like things are feeling more attainable. And so because I didn't push myself from a place of scarcity or fear in the first trimester, I practiced taking that accountability for that. And so now I really feel practice continuing to tune in and take accountability for like getting back to my steps because I can do it <laughs> and because I took that time off. So anyway, from a very physiological standpoint, that's how the first trimester has been. Um, Tim and I are waiting to find out the sex of the baby. So we want it to be a surprise for ourselves. I just think that is the sweetest surprise. Um, I think any choice anyone makes is awesome. But for me, I've always thought like, how cool would it be? Like, I just could think of no bigger surprise than that. So we're going to wait to know until June. And if anything, having to have that flexible structure kind of away from my consistent habits in, in some ways, right? Like food aversions, really having to eat lower protein than I normally do. And I don't even eat massively high protein. I eat like moderate to moderately high compared to the standard American. Really having to flex away from that stuff. It was just such a pure and very kind and very realistic reminder that I do these habits because they feel so darn good, you guys. It is... It is disturbingly delightful to eat a balanced breakfast, lunch, afternoon snack, dinner, and then a dessert after dinner. <laughs> and I will also say that it was so interesting because I, you know, I was eating lower protein, really the foods that felt most applicable and easiest to eat and digest because your digestion changes so much in that first trimester were carbs and kind of starchier carbs, so not super fiber rich. I was aware of that, and you know, it's a really common experience for so many people who are pregnant. I also found that by increasing my carbs, which were not low to begin with, I actually lost my appetite for desserts most days. Like, normally, I very much am like, Yay, what's for dessert after dinner? And I think because I was so carbed up every day in that first trimester by the end of the day I was like I just need to go to bed <laughs> like I could care less about dessert <laughs> I've already had so many carbs all day um and that was just really funny that was interesting it wasn't something I expected uh through that experience so 
you know, I guess I kind of did this episode backwards and how I normally do. Normally I introduce and I kind of catch you up what's been going on with me. Um, I always love to hear what's going on with you when you message me about the show or how things are going for you. That is always so sweet and I really appreciate that when you do. Um, And then I usually dive into the content of the show and today I did a little bit backwards probably because I was excited to tell you. So I'm going to end the episode here. There's really not too much I want to share beyond this in terms of being flexible with your structure and just remembering that what is the point of all of this, of our health and wellness goals? Like if you really dig in, and I say this so frequently, if you really dig into health and wellness goals, they're to help us enjoy our lives more. And when we're enjoying our lives, we're present in our lives. So no matter what your week is looking like this week, that's, I think for so many of us, the end goal is to be present. So be present with the messy house or the extra cookies in the house or be present with the lower step count. Be present with adding in an extra workout because you've got the time this week. Be present with it all. See what happens. That's life. And I think that's what makes life really rich and really interesting. So thank you so much for being here and I'll see you on next week's episode. Bye. Hey, if you love today's show, I'd love for you to take a minute and give a rating with a review. If you too are ready for more women to make life choices from loving mindfulness, that means we need more women listening to this message so they know it's available to them and they can do it too. And if you're ready yourself, come coach with me where we'll work together and you'll learn how to take this process to the next level in your wellness goals, life desires, and beyond. Go to luciahawley.com, that's L-U-C-I-A-H-A-W-L-E-Y.com to connect.